Hi, I'm Raina. And I'm Megan. Welcome to the Shh Don't Talk About It podcast, where we talk about all the things we need to say out loud, but think that we can't. We're going to talk about all the things. We're going to shed light on them. We're going to embrace them. And we're going to fucking love them. So join us on this journey as we get rid of shame and start talking about it. Don't talk about it. Welcome back to the Shh Don't Talk About It podcast. Welcome to season five, Raina. Season five! Can you you believe it? I'm I'm so excited to be back doing this with you. It's crazy. Season five, I'm alive. That's what I feel like, you know? I don't know if y'all remember Short Circuit back in the day. Maybe it's aging me, but (laughs) number five, I'm like, anyway. Yeah, we are so excited to be back, and we have a great season ahead of us. Yeah, we're really excited. The name of this episode is... Leap, Leap of, of faith. faith. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we calling it that? Why is that this episode? Because that's what this podcast is, to be honest. You know, that's how it really started. What we wanted to do is go back in time and kind of talk about where we all began. Yeah, because at this point, this is the start of our fifth season. We've been doing this two years, and we're at a point where we've got some exciting things ahead. And so we wanted to reconnect ourselves and reconnect you as listeners to the purpose of this podcast, the reason it all started, and why we have invested so much time in talking about our biggest shames and secrets Mm -hmm. and made so much space for people to come on and tell their stories because it really is all about getting rid of shame around taboo topics mm-hmm. which is an exciting thing to do and a fun thing to do but it has a really like purposeful origin and we wanted to just connect back to that yeah yes for sure and especially for some new listeners on here we just wanted to go back and and reconnect to where this all began back in 2020 yeah. oh my god a million years ago <laughs> so long at the end of 2020 so almost into 2021 but still yeah it was it's been a road a journey long yeah. road <laughs> and they road. two years but in 2020s time i don't know that's a decade right yeah feels yeah. like it feels like it so yeah. Yeah, so going back to, fuck, what was it, November 2020? I think it was some drunken night, drinking some White Claw, and just thought we'd start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I think it was more so starting like a YouTube, and then it turned into like, no, we want to talk, we have some things to talk about, y'all. Like, we, at that time, we were both grieving the loss of our friend. Yeah, I was going to say there was a little bit more to it than just two drunk girls, right? (laughs) Like, there was a greater purpose behind probably why we were drinking so much back then and also why we wanted to have a place to get stuff off our chest and give people space to do the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, Should we get into that or should we make our big announcement first? Well, let's just make the fucking announcement. Yeah, so (laughs) keep that in your mind as the reason for the pod, and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about that story. But part of why we wanted to re-anchor is that we have some really exciting news, don't we? We do. What is it? We are part of the Solid Listen Network now, y'all. Yes, officially. (laughs) Yes, Um, official. So it's just crazy to think about fast forward to now from back then in my garage to 
and a half years ago. It's like yes. where we were then to where we are now. It's just like, oh. So that's why we definitely wanted to do this episode just to be a little nostalgic about it and, and talk about our journey to, to now. Yeah. Talk about a leap of faith. When we started recording the podcast, we lived in Oregon. We were recording in Raina's garage. It was freezing in there. <laughs> and now today, two years later, like Raina said, we've joined a network called Solid Listen. We are so excited to be a part of them. What that means for listeners is that not that much changes. We're still doing our thing, but there is the opportunity to get access to more content, to bonus content. We'll talk about that a little bit toward the end of the show. But hopefully Mm -hmm. what it means is we have a space and a platform to keep growing and getting the message out there that it's okay to talk about things that you've been shushed over that's right in your lifetime yeah yeah that's like the main purpose right is to grow our audience so more people can hear these stories that our guests come on and share that we share and maybe that will take away some of the shame that they might be feeling and that's the community we want to build here so we are super stoked to like now have a platform to be able to do that and yeah it's just telling of how much needed this podcast is because we all know there is so much out there that needs to be talked about that isn't and that's why when this started two years ago our our friend he died by suicide and that is definitely one topic that people don't feel comfortable talking about or either whether you're feeling suicidal or you've lost somebody by suicide it's not talked about much at all and that is definitely why we started this is because we wanted a space for us to talk about it yeah so huge thank you to the team at solid listen and we just wanted to share that with you listeners share our victory and and that kind of big leap of faith that big jump we're taking in that direction couldn't happen without you and so thanks for being with us and leaping with us yes but yeah back to what you were saying, Raina, about reason behind the podcast mm-hmm. really was because we were just, I don't know, blind with sadness. And we didn't have any place to put it. We had each other. We could talk to each other about it, but there wasn't, it felt weird to talk about all the details of what had happened and to, to try to put that out there into the, into like conversation. Yeah. It's a real conversation killer. Yeah. And I think we both were feeling at that time, like, man, we just need a place to like get some of this stuff off our chest. Yeah. Because I believe at that time, so he died in July and it was around November, end of November, early December when we decided to go forward with this, you know, by what, five months later, People move on with their lives. You know, the people don't want to bring it up. People don't want to talk about it. But we were definitely still in the midst of grieving all of it. Like it was just, you know, it's just some, you know, grief. It just sticks to you forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. still very early stages. So yeah, this was a way to honor our friend that, that died. And something to do with all the pain and the grief that we were feeling at that time. You know, just an outlet for it. And, and it was all kind of in his honor. So he was always very much present, I feel like. And yeah. he still is, you know, in this podcast. So it, it's crazy. The ripple effect of, of a human being, you know, <laughs> was what a soul could do. But but yeah, and so I think, um, and we had no idea where we were going with it. We had no 
fucking idea. No, not really. <laughs> we didn't know how to use the equipment. We didn't know uh, when to push record. Like, it was just <laughs> all over the fucking place. So. <laughs> and then the more we got into it, obviously it came out of, um, our desire to talk came out of feeling silenced in that loss. Mm-hmm. But then the more we got into it, the more we realized, it, we actually we didn't even talk about that loss until the 10th episode. Yeah. The last episode mm-hmm. of that season. Of that season. Mm-hmm. It's called Stay. If you want to go back to season one and look it up, that's actually where you can hear the full story of what happened. But the more we got into it, the more we realized, oh, we've been silenced our whole lives. Yeah. I grew up in a house of secrets mm-hmm. and with kind of like a cultural thing around not talking about anything uncomfortable. To the point, I've said this before, I used to read my mom's diary just to figure out what the fuck was going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Like, that's how much I wanted information and couldn't get it. And you also grew up feeling like you didn't have a voice or not feeling. Yeah, both. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up feeling like I didn't have a voice or I felt like I was shushed a lot just keep quiet shut up let's move on with life he wasn't really allowed to have express emotion or feelings so you know as we thought yeah you're right as we thought about like damn this is one thing you know suicide is one thing that we can't talk about but fuck our whole fucking lives we've been silenced as as women as just our childhood it's just been a whole thing and so we're just we started like rolling on things like, yeah, we well, what else can we talk about? What else have been silenced? And, and so we just continued on that journey of all these different topics and we're still on it. Like there's still yeah. so much. <laughs> yes. I think it was our way to go from real, feeling really small and really low mm-hmm. to feeling big. Yeah. I've never been so actually open as I am now after doing this podcast And willing to talk about things. And then we found so many more people that wanted to come on and talk about their thing. Because there's just, the list is truly endless of stuff that you're just, it's don't talk about that. You'll clear a room. Don't talk about that. You'll start an argument. And the only reason why some of these topics will quote unquote clear a room is because we are, we're not able to tolerate discomfort. Yeah. But I think this has really taught us if you can just sit with that distress and stay in it and stay in the conversation, you can find such interesting things out about yourself and about other people. Totally. And connect with people on a whole nother level. We are all, I feel like, suffering in silence and there's no reason for that. Like, you have no idea what's going on in somebody's life or in somebody's head that's sitting right next to you and vice versa. And Unless you like verbalize it. No, like how are people going to know? So yeah, this is definitely super important to me and to us that we're still on this journey and on fucking season five. Yep. And so (laughs) listeners, this is your place. This season, we are theming the season as leap of faith. Mm -hmm. We're looking at topics where to experience whatever the topic is about and go on living and doing things with your life requires a little faith in yourself, a little hope. The guests that we're bringing on are all people that have had something difficult or just interesting or weird occur in their life and keep going. We're going to be telling our stories of keeping going. And I feel like it's like the next evolution of the pot. It's not just talk about it, yeah, but 
do something with it too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I feel like I can just see the way it has kind of evolved organically because yeah. none of this, I'm telling y'all, none of this was planned. I would never, ever fucking think I would ever do a podcast. No, <laughs> you know, I was shy. I was like shy about my, about sharing my life with others. Like I am a singer and I would never even tell anybody that I'm performing or that I sing or that I was in a band. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just didn't share my life with other people because I didn't think they wanted to listen to me. And so, yeah, and I'm still, you know, we're, I'm still kind of, actually, I'm just going to say this today. I, <laughs> oh yeah, I told my coworkers that I had to leave because I had to record my, and then I was like, my podcast. And they're like, what? I'm like, I know I have a podcast. And they're what? It was just, even like, I've been with there almost a year and I'm just now sharing with them that I have a podcast. So I'm still working on some shit trying to like share my life. So, um, but this is a space that I feel comfortable to do that in. Totally. And that's why like bringing people into our space and then for all the listeners out there, like I hope that you can hear the authenticity <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> Ain't nothing scripted, y'all. I think that's the thing really that we can help people see or I hope we can help people see is to it's okay to talk about things that feel weird to talk about or feel embarrassing or that you've been told to shut up about and it's also okay to do things that make you feel uncomfortable or that you're scared of and not in that corny ass we can do hard things like yeah for I don't know why that like grates on me so much it just feels corny but you, like it's just I think our thing is like you can just do it like you can do things that you're scared of yeah and the thing is most of the time when you put yourself out there people respond and people do care about your story getting out of your comfort zone is where you grow where you connect to yourself more where you can connect to others there are so many other people out there that can connect with you and that's what drives me to share more about myself before I was like it ain't nobody's business but now I'm just like but my story can help others and so that is what drives me to share and be more vulnerable same and especially with everything that we've been through Mm -hmm. Joe's death yes but also lots of other things that we've been through if you can't if you can't find a way to make meaning out of it then what the fuck? How are you supposed to get out of bed or keep going? Yeah. Are meaning-making creatures, you have to find... Well, I don't know. Maybe you don't. Royal you. But me, you, like we have to find ways to make things meaningful. Otherwise, okay, I guess I will quit all my jobs, buy a carton of Marvel Reds and chain smoke them inside from my bed. Like, what else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. Which, hey, if you need to do that to get by... <laughs> I did basically that for six months once and I'm still here, but you know, you got to find ways to make meaning of it. And I think we make meaning through the stories we tell Yeah, and we feel. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis. So I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics viral tubing mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere. You know, the one in the turquoise tube? 
So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples. And so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Empowered and not shameful, in the stories that we tell. Yeah. And that's so important mm -hmm. is to take away that shame because we all know that feeling so well. Yeah. That shame feeling like yeah. it feels gross and dirty and yeah, like you're doing something wrong, even though you're not, you know what I mean? It's just so yes. intense, that feeling. And so it's just, yeah, stories are huge. That's how we connect to one another. And that is how we will continue to help one another. And like the more people we can reach with these stories, like the more people we can help. And that's where it's at for me. Yeah. So, you know, as you can tell, we're being a little bit reflective yes. tonight. We're thinking about where we're going, where we've been, why we exist. And we wanted to spend a little bit of time with some questions to help us look back on the last couple of years is that it's actually been a while since we talked on the pod about like just how we're doing with everything, how we're thinking about things. So it's a way for folks to you, for you to get to know us a little bit better. Again, if you're newer, learn a little bit about our history. But if you've been with us for a while, it's been at least a year since we've touched on some of this stuff. And yeah. we've both grown a lot in it. So we're yeah. going to just go back in time, remember <laughs> back and see how we can connect that to where we're at tonight. Yeah. Let's do it. We have some questions here for each other. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. I let me ask you a question here, Megan. Please. Okay. So this is yeah. Then versus now. 
kind of things. What was hard then that seems easy now? That was like then two years ago. Yeah, like when then. we started. Yeah. yeah. Hard then that seems easy now. I want to say taking care of myself because I it, two years ago I was an enormous mess and really did not take care of myself. But then I'm thinking right now I'm wearing swimsuit bottoms for underpants and my dead best friend's sweatshirt. So am I the pinnacle of taking care of herself? I don't know. But I think two years ago, I like barely ate a thing. I was so frail. I was so ill in like every way. And I pretended to care, but I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I pretended to care for other people. Like, I didn't want people worried about me. I thought I was, like, pulling off, seeming to have my shit together. Or, like, oh, she's been through a lot, but she's got her shit together pretty good for what's happened. And, like, I look back on it now, and I'm like, no. I just wasn't. Didn't yeah. Wasn't taking care of myself. Didn't care. And now... That's a little easier. I'm going to the doctor tomorrow for the first time in years. Oh, good. So that's a thing. <laughs> and hopefully uh, I have clean laundry, just not today. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that was really You're hard. You're still Megan. Yeah. yeah, I'm never going to, I got to be me. I got to yeah. be me. Yeah. Um, I think my brand is like always being a little bit on the edge, but I smoke less cigarettes. I drink less alcohol. I eat food yeah. that's a More thing and yeah. <laughs> yeah not just pudding yeah what about you what was hard back then oh it was hard back then oh gosh everything <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard to even remember back then very very much but um let's see what was hard back then i would think fuck i don't know i think it was just all hard fair yeah. Fair. That can be the answer. <laughs> well, shit. It can was, that be the answer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. You were a nurse working in a pandemic that, like, yeah. when we started this podcast, we didn't even have vaccines and you were still going to work every day. Yeah. And dealing with all this emotional shit. It was, yeah. Yeah. I remember, yeah, because I remembered going to work like two days after Joe died. And you're like, what the fuck? You're going back to work? I'm like, like, I don't, this is just like how my body and my mind works. Yeah. I don't know. Everything was so hard to like, to deal with, I think. Yeah. I think, which goes to say, yeah, it was harder for me to confront my feelings or to take care of myself in that way. Yeah. I took care of myself, like my coping skills from when I was a kid and an adolescent fucking kicked in and I was like, still got to get done. I got to go to work. I got to like kept my routine and my structure because that's what I did to take care of myself growing up. But now I take time for my mental health and it's easier for me to just lay on the fucking couch all day and be like, no, because... Really good. I'm still learning to soften those edges a little bit, but my coping skills are, yeah, they're not as, I don't know, like strict. (laughs) You know what I mean? I have to go to work and I can't cry because then my eyes are going to get, you know, really swollen. And so, you know, like this is the shit that I used to tell myself. But so, yeah, so it's easier now for me to take care of myself mentally. (laughs) 
<laughs> nice. I really see that growth in you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, because I've always fucking held down a job and shit, you know, <laughs> like, and lose, lose myself in that way. Like, that's life. Like, the job is all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not a bad coping skill. It can just get a little overextended. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What do you remember? Or no, let me go back to what was easy then that was hard now. Yeah. That's so funny because I was just thinking, because I knew that question was on the outline, <laughs> but I just was thinking, it's like the opposite of what you were just saying. Mm. So two years ago, it was very easy for me to feel like I had a right to my feelings and to just feel them. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily talk to them about them to a lot of people because I didn't feel comfortable talking about how I felt to everybody. It was very complicated loss for me. Yeah. My ex-boyfriend, but still my friend, just messy. But I felt like I had a right to those feelings. And it's a lot harder for me to admit that I still feel a lot of grief. It's hard to feel like that's allowed. It's like there's this part of my brain that's like, it's been two and a half years, bitch. Like what? You're still thinking about this and it's not, I'm not in the same way, but it feels complicated to me now to feel it. Like even last year, 2022 on the anniversary of the death, I didn't even know how to really talk to you about how I was feeling. I just was, and you didn't know how to talk to me about how you were feeling either. We both were just like, it's a day. Yeah. And we had to think that, yeah, my family, Your was, family here. was here. Yeah. But it's so much time down the road. How do you feel what you feel like, do I have a right to it? And then I get in my head, is it disrespectful of my partner now for me to still have weird, complicated feelings about it? So I just, anyway, so it was easier back then to just be like, this is how I feel. A horrible thing happened. It happened to my friend and it happened to me <laughs> and yeah. I am allowed to feel this. And now I'm yeah. like, mm, I don't know what I'm allowed to feel yeah. or where I can go to feel it. It was just, it was sharper pain but simpler to understand I guess is how I would sum that up yeah it was super raw yeah you know like I can relate to what you're saying like 100% because I I do I guess my answer is similar is because I do remember it was just so fresh and so on the surface that grief was just like I never cried so hard since I was a child with like almost throwing up crying, you know what I mean? Like I've just let myself feel those things. And I think that was because it was so close to his death. That was just, everything was just so raw. And yeah, I felt the same. I felt like I was allowed to feel those things. But now two years later, almost three years later, and I don't know if it's because of all the healing that we've done, what I've done and the therapy and the processing and all of that, it's not so much at the surface. Yes. But it can be like that, though. Like that. That's why I know it's definitely still there. Like, grief will stay with you your whole fucking life. And that's the goal is try to build a life beside it, right? Right, or, that's what we always talk about. Like, yeah. yeah, don't let it consume you. And so I think back then, I felt like it consumed a lot of my life, but in a good way, <laughs> because it also connected me to myself more. Yeah. And help me get to where I am now where I'm taking care of my mental health more. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think you, you know, you're allowed to feel whatever you're feeling and you don't have to question. And I do the same thing too. Like, why isn't it there? Why don't I care anymore? You know, why don't I, how come it doesn't feel the same, you know, or, 
But it does, though. Like, it can. There are times when it does. And then I, God, I don't think I've ever said this. I don't know if I've even told you this, but one of the things that was said by him to me around the time he died was, you don't really care. You just don't want to be uncomfortable. And sometimes I think about that, like, obviously you have to move on with your life, but I never want it to seem like I don't care. But then I don't want it to seem like I'm just like stuck in it either. So I get, you can see like the little trap I put myself in with it all. Yeah. It's like a guilt trap. Like you feel guilty if you are moving on or if you're not as grieving as you were kind of thing. But there's other ways to care. Yeah, totally. There's other avenues for that to go. Yeah. And maybe that's why it's not as heavy anymore because we do talk about it a lot. Yeah. And we have this podcast and plus we talk about it when we're just hanging out and drinking, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, there's that too, you yeah. know? Yeah. It was just... It was simpler than more painful, but less complicated. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Because yeah. it was just fucking painful. Yeah, uh, that's right. And we, nothing complicated about it. Yeah, it was just fucking it was just painful. What do you, when you think back on that time, would, do you miss anything from, you know, not just around the, not just around the death, but like two years ago when we were getting this started, mm-hmm. early mid pandemic, would you miss anything from that time? Yeah, I miss how like connected I was like I feel like right when he died I felt like this instant spiritual awakening yeah like this connection to the universe like it was insane and I felt connected to him I felt like the veil was like super thin and so like I could started tapping into the energies all around me and so I do miss that of how connected I felt and I, and I'm still working to get back to that, you know, but that really helped me on my spiritual journey and connection with myself and with the universe. And I was on one back then y'all, I was on one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So You just had a lot of insight come to you really quickly. And that's part of what helped you open up to connect to yourself and your feelings too. You felt opened up and connected well god who am i to tell you what you fucking felt what i observed and what you would say was like this feeling of feeling open and connected to the wider universe yeah and then i observed you connecting more to yourself and it was very beautiful to witness thank you i thought thank you yeah i mean i literally felt like i was breaking open and like i literally got this tattoo tattoo? yeah chest because I saw this poem from Ali Bowman and it was like I just got the end of it tattooed on me where it says she is not breaking she is opening so it's like I'm not breaking down I'm not like breaking like I'm not broken I'm opening like my chest is opening my life is opening my everything my eyes are opening so that's what I felt like because I felt like I was hibernating for a long time And it always takes something fucking traumatic to shake you to the core, to wake your ass up. And that was it for me. Like, he's changed the whole trajectory of my life since then. We're in fucking L.A. Yeah, (laughs) who would have never would have thought that. No. How about you? How about, do you miss anything about that time? I do. I miss, it's interesting, it's along the theme of connection as well. I felt really connected to other people in a way that was really special and it isn't it pre it predates 
like the death and goes back to even maybe right before COVID started. Oh, uh-huh. I've always been a really lonely person. I think a lot of my own doing, I'm terminally unique and special in my own mind. And when you're <laughs> that special, no one can understand you. And when no one can understand you, you're a very lonely person, right? And yeah. so I was, I had kind of been in a part of my life where I really was opening up more and more willing to um, be more connected with people, have more people in my life, more open to new experiences. And then obviously like we went into lockdown, but that didn't go away. It was almost this even greater sense of connection of realizing how precious your friends and family were. Something about knowing that I didn't even know when I would see my family again in Arizona, let alone my brother who lives in Europe made me feel more connected to them. That's kind of fucked up. I'm just realizing in real time, like, I can't see you, so I'm more connected to you. (laughs) Well, you just know that you're all doing the same thing. Going through the same shit at the same time. (laughs) Doing the same thing. And I I realized, like, really, truly how, like, precious all of those relationships were and how much I took them for granted. And I still feel connected to people, but it's not, it doesn't have the same, like, emotional texture to it. Like, our friend group got very tight for that time and we are all still good friends but the like the texture of it's changed because life has life slowed down and now it has sped back up in some ways it feels like faster and more out of control than ever yeah and so that I just miss that yeah being inside that this like bubble with people and realizing oh I have people yeah that was amazing and I miss it it seems so long ago yeah but it seems like, you know, that nostalgic feeling that you feel for high school, that's what it feels yes. like for me. Oh my God, totally. <laughs> and it's like sepia toned in my yeah. mind. Yeah. Um, or you know that the, it, so in Portland, we both used to live by the same park. You know, the way that the light used to look in Cathedral Park, like around golden hour in the summer, mm-hmm. that's what color those memories are for yeah. me. But it does feel far away and I want to visit them, but I don't want to live in them. Yeah. Definitely not. I guess that was the point of all that therapy we did the last two years, <laughs> now that I think of yes. it. <laughs> well, to pivot a little bit to focus less on us and more on the show yes. and the people that have been on it, um, we talked a lot in the beginning about how important making space for stories is to mm-hmm. us. And I'm curious, what do you feel like, like, what have you learned in the last two years having people come and tell us their most taboo story i've learned that we're all (laughs) we're all going through it (laughs) y'all i've learned that we all have our shit yeah i just learned that there just needs to be a space for it you know that people want to tell their stories and they want to be heard they want to feel seen and they want to be validated for their experiences and I could relate to that very much so because that's what I fucking want, (laughs) you know, and almost everybody, yeah, that comes on, they, yeah, you're sharing because it needs to be heard because you want your story to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've learned that too, or just the power of stories. And also that there's, there's just something interesting in almost anything that we can think of to talk about. We've done some very heavy episodes, right? Like we've had people come on and talk about how it feels to lose a child. Yeah. Um, we've had people come on and talk about um, how it feels to be a sex and love addict. We've had people talk about surviving childhood 
sex abuse. Mm-hmm. We've also had someone come on and talk about their vasectomy. Yeah. We had someone come on and talk about their abortion and talk about it with no, with actually a refreshing amount of no shame. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah. And we've done episodes talking about getting our first periods. And in mm-hmm. all of that, even though the topics are widely different, there's just this huge, like this humanity in it all of how weird and fucked up and sad and gross and funny yeah life is yeah it you is know? and he, we're here to shed light on all of it yeah like there is some light in all of those dark places and stories like and the light is like you're here telling your story fuck it's just i don't know i think <laughs> in every episode we had at least if not like a belly laugh, at least a giggle or two. Like there are like, well, maybe not every episode, but especially for you and me, there usually is something to laugh about in the dark corner yeah, of I mean, the story. <laughs> sense of humor. You, it's just, what else are you going to do? Sometimes you're just like, fuck, it's life. Like this is life. Like life is fucking hard sometimes. And <laughs> that's laughable. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I've learned that there's a lot to be talked about still mm-hmm. so much more so that's why we're continuing this um so if someone is a new listener what would we want them to hear well actually great <laughs> question we are going to put some of our favorite episodes up on the solid listen patreon actually for folks to go and find so go to solidlisten.com and join the patreon it's like a dollar or two you'll get access to our personal favorite episodes and all the other solid listen bonus content that's there. But my favorite episodes of me and you just jibber jabbering are all in season one. I think my favorite guest episode might be in season two or four. I'm not sure. I'm like debating in my head. (laughs) But yeah. now I'm being a little coy bitch because I want people to become patrons of ours. So you gotta, you gotta I join the a couple Patreon. of episodes in season four of us. I will yeah. have to say. We what about, about you? Our fucking you, alcohol yeah. relationship oh, with yeah. alcohol. The alcohol ones. And as if, are if, interesting. If any of our old listeners are listening, which I'm sure you are, <laughs> because you love us, right? You'll notice that we didn't crack a fucking claw this season. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We're trying to clean up our act and be so, less drunk. Should we? Maybe we should do that. Work now. Should, maybe we should do a follow up on on that, or a bon- maybe we should do a bonus on oh. what it was like to go off the sauce which you were really dedicated to and i half-assed but um (laughs) yeah we could definitely do something on along those lines but yeah i've just for fucking what last two years we've been cracking claws to start our episodes out yes season we're not doing that you guys yeah so. we're gonna be sober to talk to you instead of <laughs> i drowning. didn't say we were gonna be sober. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna try to be but we're not cracking the clock yeah also they never sponsored us rude i know yeah <laughs> uh, but do you have a favorite you would point i'm just i feel like i'm being such a jerk being like you have to go join the patreon <laughs> to find out Man. but do you have a i guess i could say I'll think of a of actual favorite to tell people. What about you? Do you have like a favorite to point people to? Yeah, I think season one again, yeah. episode two is our mental health one. It kind of will it'll give you a background of where we were at that time and our journey with mental health. I think it's just a good episode to just talk about mental health and because I was just oh, figuring yeah. out my shit back then. Oh you yeah, know? so 
I'm on a whole nother level now. And then of course, with any of our guests, I'm not, I don't know. They're all great. You know, it just kind of depends on what your liking is or what you need to listen to at that moment. We got a lot of topics to choose from. We got a lot of great stories, great guests. They've all just been pretty amazing. Yeah. We have a lot of guests that came to talk about grief and loss, some good addiction episodes, the abortion episode, Mm -hmm. which I cannot remember when we recorded it, but it's called I Will Decide. Third season. Okay, third season. That's great and really timely, I think. And I also, one of one of my favorites is our episode Addicted to Love. We talked to Brianne Davis about being a sex and love addict. Oh, yeah. And she was our first guest. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it stands up. It's a good interview yeah. and an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll revisit that topic at some point soon, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what we're doing, y'all. We're going back in time this season with Megan and I's yeah. episodes. We're going to... Just take a deeper dive in some of the stuff that we've already talked about in the past, but give it give it a little bit more depth. Yes. Yeah, because we touched on a lot of stuff, but in some really surface ways, and then sometimes we went really deep too. But. Yeah. But just a deeper dive and talk about, yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff for you guys planned. Okay, last question. Oh, gosh. Okay, there's just, another question. It's just the, it's the very <laughs> last one. Just, I know. Can you tell who is the earth sign, earth sun sign in this duo? <laughs> Couldn't be me. But just to kind of tie up the theme of the episode, get us into the uh, season. Uh, uh, uh. Have you taken a leap of faith in the last two years that you're really proud of? Besides this podcast. Can't be this podcast. Okay. It has to be something else. It has to be something else. Um, leap of faith. Yeah, I fucking moved to LA. I uprooted my whole fucking life at oh, 41 just that. <laughs> years old. <laughs> and just moved down to LA. I would think that would be a huge leap of faith because I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Um, I had no job literally sold our house and moved down here at 41 like that's something like a 19 year old person would do not sell well they wouldn't have a house yeah (laughs) just like so we had a little bit more money to our name coming down here but um but it was a huge leap of faith um but there was also something in there that there was just a knowing that this is where I was supposed to be and that was like the next step and everything has been so far pretty fucking great yeah. So, yeah, that would be a huge leap of faith I took in the last two years. How about you, Megan? Well, I was going to be sarcastic and say I um, learned how to drive on the freeway. Oh, yeah. But that's, like, <laughs> only halfway true because I can only do it during the daytime. Yeah. And that's also me avoiding emotional depth. I think really a big leap of faith I took was moving in with my partner. I'll go into it more when we do, like, a relationship deep dive. Letting myself fall in love again and trust it. Yeah. Stop. Makes me want to vomit. Not him. Just like that. Be just saying that out loud. Yeah. It was. It's not scary anymore. It was, and I'm just. I just. You can shop from anywhere, doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. 
It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Let myself commit and get all the way in and... That took a lot of faith, but it's paying off. Yes. So I think that's probably my real answer. But I don't cry on the freeway when I have to merge anymore. So that's good, too. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. So those are our leaps that we've taken. And we actually are going to start ending every show with a little leap of faith challenge for you all as listeners. And so what's this week's that we're inviting people to join us in? I would like our listeners... To think of something that they've been wanting to do. It could be anything, y'all. And just fucking take that leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be a challenge for you guys to, to do for the week. Or another option, if you're like, <laughs> I'm not there yet. It's <laughs> just to think of a time and that you did take that leap of faith and just reflect on it and just feel what that feels like and just sit in that for a moment and feel proud of yourself. Yeah, and then tell us about it. Yes! So take your leap of faith or think about when you did. Post about it on Instagram and tag us. Mm. Email us about it. If we get enough of that kind of going, we'll do a bonus episode for the Patreon with listener stories of times that you took those leaps of faith. So tag us share us you've got our number probably you've got our if you're if you're <laughs> I don't know if they have our number but but <laughs> mine's easy to find <laughs> um, you've got our instagram you've got our email we'll give it to you again at the end of the show but we really want to hear from you guys yeah and we would love for you to tag us in your stories y'all you yeah. know we want to see it and um and we want you to share us with so another leap of our leap of faith yeah. for you guys. Yeah, we have an ask for you all. <laughs> Truly, um, like we've said at the top of the show, this has never been about like fame for us. Who gets famous from a podcast anyway? Yeah. That would or be so even embarrassing. Money because no, we but so it, money. <laughs> yeah, but it has been about wanting to really build a community mm-hmm. where we just fucking talk about it. Yeah, where that shame goes away, and we just fucking talk about it, and we really want to grow that. So our ask for you today is to review the podcast if you haven't already, like actually go and type words into the review please, and give us a rating, a star rating, and then share the pod, share your favorite episode, share this one, don't care which one, but Mm -hmm. share, share it with three people who you think would like it. I know I sound like I'm doing a pyramid scheme right now, (laughs) but really we just, we need y'all's help to, to push out and Get these stories out there to more people. We need you to help us build this community. Yeah, that is so important to us. And you can be a part of something amazing. Yeah, we're building, you guys. We're building. Yeah. So this is our growth 
This is our growth year. It is. So help us out. Help us out, guys. Yeah. If they, not if, when they tag us in this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Where should they tag us on the gram? We are on the gram at shh underscore don't talk about it pod. That's shh with three H's. And if you want to send us an email, share your story with us, where can they email us, Megan? You can email us at info at shdonttalk.com, S-H-H-H, donttalk.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Last season, we had a couple episodes that were generated by listeners. One of our guests was a listener who reached out. We love when that happens. Mm -hmm. So let us know. We can't talk about it if you don't tell us to. Yeah. You got to tell us. Yeah. We can't talk about it if you don't talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, we can't talk about it if you don't talk about it. Why are you keeping all these secrets from us? Tell us. Share it. Why aren't you telling your big sister your secrets? That's so rude. I'm going to go read your diary, just like I read my mom's. (laughs) I'm going to come to all your houses. You'll know by the trail of Diet Coke cans and cigarettes. There's no secrets here, you guys. (laughs) We're sharing shit. We're sharing our shit. Share your shit. (laughs) All right. We can't wait to hear from you all, and we'll see you next week. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey there. It's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.